times I feel old like I'm going out of style So I turn down the music on my FM dial I beg of you to come and listen for a while And look at this wonderful world through the eyes of a child what is going on, Springer Dingers and Breggy Bombers? You are listening for just this episode only, The Juice Box State of Mind. I am your host, your commissioner, Kenny, and with me is my brother, my tag team partner, the GM, Jeff, I'm just kidding, Justin, and we are here for a one-time bonus episode well one time for now i'm sure the astros are going to do amazing things and we're going to probably do bonus episodes on the side side for sure but we are dedicating this entire bonus episode to the opening day of the houston astros justin can you feel it it is right there it is at the tip of our fingers it is here i'm excited like i'm ready to see that uh very first ab from my dude george hopefully gets another lead off uh homer you know to start the year like I feel like he always does that. It's just it's just what yeah, George no, does. He did. he did. He did it. Uh, he didn't do it last year, but he did it in 2017 and 2018. And I you know. were there. I was there in. 2017. You were live in 2017. I was there. Like that. That was the very first AB against Seattle against King Felix Hernandez, who's actually one of my favorite pitchers too. You do. You love King Felix. I love King Felix. But yeah, man. Like, oh man, just Astros baseball in general is something to watch yes it's the most wonderful time of the year you damn right (laughs) i feel like a kid christmas morning in the middle of july or late july here because you have astros season that's going to be starting uh that's going to be starting here pretty soon and then you have uh rockets that's going to start at the uh the end of next week so look at that right there yeah you have big you have big time sports uh games happening here and we're we're going to be here for it through July, August, September. It's, it's kind of weird at the thought that we're going to be seeing opening day this Friday, and the next Friday is the start, the restart of the NBA season. And it's very rare. I mean, this is like once in a, like, you know, forever, ever, ever that this ever happens. And I mean, just the, and Kenny, you know, like we said, like the idea of you watching um, playoff basketball on your birthday, it's like that. It's just unprecedented. I am so you know? excited. I am, I am elated. I'm, I'm feeling everything at the moment in terms of, uh, in terms of everything that's going to be happening here. But uh, moving forward, yes, this is a Astros-centric episode. And uh, everyone here, uh, I'm sure everyone here listening is probably an Astros fan. If you don't know what the Houston Astros are, I'd be glad to tell you. <clears throat> Houston, Astros fan, uh, Houston Astros are a MLB f- uh, franchise team located in Houston, Texas, where me and my brother are from. Uh, the 2017 World Champs and uh, full of boasting future Hall of Famers, All-Stars, and uh, probably one of the most fun teams to watch in uh, in all of baseball. And uh, but we cannot talk about the Houston Astros without talking about something that has taken that has taken place that has been almost like a plague in terms of the way it's been perceived on social media. We have to talk about the cheating scandal that has rocked the Houston Astros organization here, um, and we need to talk about how it's how it's going to portray and how it's going to happen during the season, even with no fans in the arena. Uh, Justin, when you heard the news back in January and all the information that has now recently come to light from everything that we've heard and everything that we've seen, um, I want to get your two cents on what you thought about the cheating scandal and, and, and the cheating allegations and seeing what, uh, what, what, uh, what your formulated opinion is on it. I'm going to say that um, 
I don't know if it's going to be an unpopular opinion, but I do believe that we are the scapegoats um, in pertaining to the cheating scandal. Because I do believe that almost every team in Major League Baseball cheats to not – like to an extent – not, yeah. not Maybe not to the full extent of us. Well, actually, uh, um, New York – the Yankees were the team that actually started it. Yes, Apple Watches, 2017. Yeah, that was um, with them in Boston. New York did a thing with the camera too in center field, and they would relay it to the dugout. But the only difference was that the Astros were caught. Um, there is, um, there was a what's it called? An actual letter that was supposed to be opened that that Rob um, Manfred has buried tried to bury. I don't yeah. know if they like. I feel like eventually it's gonna come out. They're trying to bury it now basically because of the fact that opening day is happening um they're they're trying to avoid it because obviously you don't want to knock down the golden boy new york um so that's why we are the villains and we are the team that people don't want to win and we are the obvious scapegoats um media has completely painted us to be the villains and it's unfortunate because of that everyone's yeah. just going to hate us and all the players are jumping on the bandwagon as well even though that their teams have done something just as bad like the Dodgers you'll see Cody Bellinger try to speak up to Correa when in reality they had their own things if you notice like okay so the teams that suck that did it um, mm-hmm. during that time yeah. were the um, Milwaukee Brewers mm-hmm. and I love the Milwaukee Brewers man Christian Yelich is one of my favorite players right now yep, if you yep. notice those guys don't comment on anything um, the Texas Rangers, they suck, um, and they've done it. They're not commenting on anything. It's usually the teams that know that they're bulletproof, like the big teams, like the Dodgers and the Yankees. Those players are going to comment on this of scandal because they course. know for sure they won't be touched. Not yeah. in the sense of the fact that they're better than us. It's just in the sense that they're going to be protected by the media, yeah, by – Major League Baseball, because you can't bring down the big money teams no matter what. It do, it goes completely no, against cannot. everything no. that is baseball because in the sense that the Yankees and the Dodgers and prefer, and the Cubs as well are the teams that bring in the most money for yeah, Major League Baseball. Yeah. They have and, the biggest fan base. And unfortunately, that's what that's what has to be that's what has to be done. Um, they uh, dating back from the early 1900s through the Babe Ruth era of uh, baseball. Unfortunately, the Yankees, the Red Sox, the Chicago Cubs, the Dodgers, like my brother said, is is uh, built on those, you know, built on those teams. The MLB has been sh- shape shifted from those teams, and and they and baseball is the reason why you know baseball is here today because of those teams. Like they were kind of the they're like the Mount Rushmore in terms of teams. So Rob Manfred is going to do everything in his power to protect them. In a way, maybe the way that I thought about it was, is maybe that, maybe Rob Manfred always knew about the Astros cheating scandal, but wasn't going to say anything. Unfortunately for us, we had Mike Fires. We had a snake in the clubhouse. Because my, my, personally, my belief through this is that most other teams do it. I believe, because Justin, at the, at the heart of what this scandal is, it's stealing signs, right? Yes. Sign stealing, which has been done yeah, since that's, the late 1800s. It's very prominent in baseball it's very it's not just the stealing it's Uh quote-unquote how you steal it and when you're taking advantage of technology in the sense and because of the fact that baseball in general is the oldest of old school sport they have so many unwritten rules that you don't break and that's definitely something that had been has been broken by everybody in that sense i mean alex cora did it 
um, he was the one that brought it, him and Carlos Beltran. And Beltran bought it, you know, yeah. even though Beltran was from New York. And he said, Beltran was quoted as in, as in saying, Astros, your signs, the way you sign steel is behind the times. Let's get you up to speed on how it's done nowadays. Yep. Beltran played for the Rangers. Beltran played for the Yankees. Yep, exactly. So where and do you think he got it from? Exactly. Right? And in and, and, and that matter, people tend to push that aside because they don't care about what is real and what is fake what matters to them is finding the villain and pointing fingers at it it's basically how the media has pointed fingers at james harden in the sense that he is going to be the villain because he's the one that takes the most free throws he's the one that flops he's the one that tries to draw fouls but in reality it is anthony davis and Giannis Antetokounmpo who take the most free throws and kevin durant um but yet they're going to villainize harden because of his style because it's, of the way he plays exactly it's yeah. just the same for the astros what's the coincidence there oh they're both in houston huh Makes, oh, there you go. Makes some damn sense. Well, there you go. That's right. And in, that, in terms of in the the and this is what's really um like really pissed me off to my core. Uh, it's not just the fact that I'm a Houston Astro fan. Me and my brother are diehard Astros fans. Um, it's not that personally that pisses me off. It's more more to the case that at the heart of it, it is just it is just sign stealing, and we. Yeah, we used cameras in the back, and there's rumors about the stupid buzzer issue and Jose Altuve. Hey, guys, listen listen up right here if you listen to us nationally or if you listen to us from another state. Newsflash, if you date back to games in 2014 and 2015, Jose Altuve never wanted his jersey ripped off, ever. And if you look at past games, which you probably won't be able to find it on YouTube, but if you watched games as religiously as me as my brother does in the, and during the season, you'll see Jose Altuve, Altuve never wants his jersey ripped, ever. That's just his thing. He never wants it ripped. He's always super uncomfortable when it does get ripped. That's just how it's always been. So that's that whole thing with the buzzer is is such uh you know excuse my French it's such bullshit in terms of uh what unless you're an Astro fan a, a diehard Astro fan you won't understand it and it's not a matter of just being a diehard Astro fan it's also understanding that what this is this team being a scapegoat and the way that. New York and the other teams have portrayed us. You know, I like to think that at the at the end of the day, um, at the end of the day, when news does come out in the future, you know, between Boston and New York, and that's the thing. Look at that. The whole, you know, Boston, the whole Boston scandal, quote unquote. Nothing happened of it. No one's talking about it. Yeah. They quickly put it to bed. It's all been swept under the rug. It's really been swept under the rug. When Boston was, it was proven in 2017 and in 2018 when Cora left the Astros to join Boston. You realize that that they were actually caught as well, and what does Cora get? Uh, Cora got suspended for a year, and it's under the rug now, and no one cares. And you don't see fans or anyone on Twitter talking about the Red Sox being cheaters. But I'm telling you right now, let me let me give you guys a little something right here. Go on your phones right now. Go on Twitter. Go on Astros Twitter, for example. Click on anything. Click on the box score. Click on a click on maybe a summer on a summer camp game. Click on maybe Altuve hit a home run or uh, Springer hits another dinger. Go ahead and read the comments. What's the first comment you're going to see? Justin, what do you think the first comment you're going to see if you just if you oh, just Oh, you're going to say, "Oh, where's the where's the trash can bang? Oh, where's the buzzers? Oh, I don't see a trash can there." Is it all all the stupid bullshit that people post all yeah, the time. Yeah, and 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 that's the thing like, look, look, I'm not I'm not um I'm trying to be as unbiased as possible. I I don't condone what they did. 100%. I don't I condone agree. what they did. Uh-huh. But I like to think that this wasn't a method that was created from within. Exactly. This was not created within the national organization. I do believe that 
I don't I, like I like I I say with you I don't condone what they did, but they did what everyone else was doing. They're just being brought down because of it. It makes Major League Baseball look bad. So unfortunately, because it is Houston and not Boston or New York, Houston is the city that's going to be villainized because it goes against the best interests of Major League Baseball. And in that sense, I don't. This is why, like, like okay, like Jeff Luno, like I, I respect what he did, but I do not like how he went about it after everything went down. Because he, he kind of just threw everyone under the bus. Yeah, he did. He's yeah, he's he's going to deny it to his dying day, and it shows his best interest. He's not going down with the ship. He's just he's trying to save his name because he wants another job. As opposed to our manager. Yeah, AJ Hinch took all responsibility and accepted it. Even said and, he should have stopped it. Yes. Completely didn't and, put out any names. Didn't say no, who specifically not. did anything like He's that. He's a very respectable human being, and it's unfortunate how it all played out. And uh, Jim Crane's hands were tied, in that sense. But to, believe me when I tell you that AJ Hinch will have a job after this year, at least at, at the earliest uh, after this year, if not the next year. Because if if anyone believes me, like he is the most respectable manager I've seen in a lot of aspects in baseball. It's unfortunate. But that's what comes to the territory and you make those choices. And the thing about it is that the repercussions that come with your choices are something that you have to accept as a man. And that's what's going on with this team. Because people think that we're going to struggle. I got news for you. It's not happening. No, this we're, team is we're too cur- good. Yeah, we, we scored si- – uh, for the time we've recorded this, we have already ha- – well, we played the first game in the summer camp game against um, – the exhibition game against the Royals, which we won six. Uh, we scored six runs, no trash can banging there. Um, and currently we are in the middle of the Astros-Royals game two in the summer camp game, and we're up three to nothing. Uh, I guarantee you no trash can bangs there either. So it does not matter. Justin, uh, they're currently in the their late second inning here, and that is nine runs in 11 innings already from our Astros. So newsflash, uh, uh, newsflash, uh, fans and haters of to the organization of the Astros, uh, they're not going anywhere, anywhere, guys. Um, they're gonna keep scoring runs. Verlander, Granke, McCullers, th- those three pitchers are gonna hold it down. Sixty game race going into the uh, mm-hmm. going into the postseason. They're, you're you're really not stopping this bullet train. They're gonna keep they're gonna keep rolling because we have we have a lot of future Hall of Famers on the team. Oh yeah, there's a lot there's a lot of talent, and everybody is just like. Our team is so con- cohesive. If you watch our team, you see that our team plays baseball to the fullest enjoyment. And that's completely goes against everything that is baseball, like the unwritten rules of baseball, right? Yeah, to be professional. You know, yes. Yankees Yankees you, players aren't allowed to have grow beards. Yes, exactly. You know, like it's you, like that. You play like you've been there. And that's well fun and all, but in a sport like baseball that's so old school there's nothing wrong with adding some modern things to it like the Bregman celebration the camera stare the walk me you know like Crayon Altuve um, handshake yeah but I mean I, yeah but I mean in their defense though the I mean baseball's catching up to that yes. Fan, I mean players are doing it a ton of players are celebrating like yes. that I don't think that's an that's that's an issue anymore but um, I think just in terms of the cheating scandal and what they're and what it's supposed to do, basically it's setting up a camera. It's 2020. I mean, I you're really telling me that the Astros are the only team in the entire 30 team league that has installed a camera in their center field. Exactly. Like, I mean, come on. Let's be realistic, guys. I know you love your. I know you love your teams too, and I'm not trying to out our team in any way. But be realistic here. It's 2020. It's not 1980. Like. I, I think at one point every team did it. It's just that there was a snake in the grass for us. 
So, you know, you know, Mike Fires can go screw himself, and uh, that's that's all I have to say about yeah, that. All I have to say about him is that he's not a very respectable human no, being. No, he's not a very, you know, there, there's, a pl- there's a player code, and uh, he chose to break it. And mm-hmm. I'm sure, I, I can only hope that in the future, all teams are held account- accountable. Mm-hmm. So if there's another snake in the uh, New York grass, New York Yankees grass, I hope that they treat him. I hope that uh, hopefully other uh, fans and hopefully Rob Manfred treats him equally. That's, that's all I'm asking for. I'm yeah, asking for a, equal. Yeah, you can ask for equal treatment. Yeah, I am an Equal, I'm an equal. I'm an equal opportunist. I'm an equal opportunity abuser. <laughs> <laughs> if only, right? But I highly doubt that that'll be the case. But we can only hope. Yes. And uh, you know that that uh, that that will be the case. So um, we're gonna close the book for now on that whole cheating scandal mm-hmm. thing, and hopefully we can move forward as the Astros are moving forward here with opening weekend. Justin, it's coming, dude. We have uh, Astros Woo! Mariners yes. opening weekend. Let me let me, let me me give you guys a rundown. I can't wait to see Ken Griffey Jr. Pa- um, okay, I'm sorry. I'm kidding. Oh, <laughs> Shane Reynolds, is he the starter? Oh, man. If only. I wish. <laughs> Lima time. You guys, do you guys think that we're just a one-trick pony? Guys, we know Astros. Come on now. Justin, Ju- Justin is the encyclopedia of everything sports. Don't make me get started on batting stances of Tony Eusebio. Oh don't even get me started. Goodness. Or Jeff Bagwell's stance. I used to do that when I was a kid. I don't know how he sits in the air. I think I've had ba- I think I have back problems now because of that. But that's neither here nor there. But um, let's go ahead and talk about opening weekend here. It's going to be a big deal uh, on Friday on the twenty twenty third twenty third. 23rd? No, 24th. My bad. On the 24th, Justin Verlander is going to get the opening day nod. Um, One of many opening day nods that he's already had. And then you got game two, which is going to be McCullers. Game three, which is going to be Granke. And game four, which is slotted to be Josh James. Um, and then another, and then a big series following that against the uh, a rematch of the 2017 World Series against the Dodgers. Uh, Justin, uh, with opening weekend coming around and uh, with the Astros uh, playing... Uh, very very soon. Mm-hmm. Uh, how do you feel? So how do you feel about the Astros and and their? I guess their, well, I guess their chances of of um, putting their best foot forward and winning this uh, series here coming up. Oh, I, I believe that they'll win it. I believe they'll win probably three of the four games. I I can see them losing either McCullers or Granke's game. Um, for some, I feel like the Josh James game is to be a high scoring game, and he's probably going to give up like four or five unearned based on like seven walks or something of that sort. I expect nothing less from my sleep apnea friend, Josh <laughs> I <know>. James. <laughs> I know. It's either the guy's either on fire or he's on fire without control. He's and it's seen that, amazing. Do you guys see, do you, do you ever seen that meme where the, uh, the, the dogs and the, he's drinking a coffee and the house is on fire and he yeah, goes, that's, everything's fine. That's basically that's all James. the players <laughs> watching Josh James as he walks batter after batter. I mean, I like Josh James. He seems like a great guy. Well, this is Justin, this is his mm. moment here. This is yeah. Josh James. And in the illustrious words of Alexander Hamilton, he should not throw away his shot. He definitely shouldn't. He should not. <laughs> I'll break it down into a rap, but I, I don't want to. I don't want to divulge it but, just yet. Maybe later. But yeah, I mean, I, I do think we win three of four. I'm I'm honestly the most excited to see two things from one 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 pitcher, Lance McCullers, coming back after a year. You know, long locks, McCullers now love his hair, dude, and luscious locks. I my know. Goodness. And then number I'm two. Jelly. I'm ready to see, uh, hopefully, a more developed Kyle Tucker. I truly believe that he will break out this year. I believe it's going to happen. He's just—he's too good um, for him to struggle. Call, I mean, his nickname is Ted, for God's sakes. In I honor know. of 
one of the greatest, maybe the greatest hitter in MLB history. Like, yeah, he was Ted the last Williams. player to hit over 400. Jeez so I mean, you know, Louise, like, like that's that's some that's some top notch pressure. But but I, I have to say though that, that I kind of feel bad for him in a sense. I'm like, gosh, he nicknamed the guy Ted. Like, come on, yeah, that's, like, that's, that's kind of not fair. That's asking for impossible, yeah. uh, impossible depths to reach. It's but like I about mean, a once in a generation type yeah. talent. I'm not saying Kyle, you're not saying Kyle Tucker's that though, but I, we don't we don't know yet. He's so I young. mean, but the thing is, the hard part for Tucker is that all of our stars now just broke out. Like Springer, when he got called up, what what happened? Like within the first two games, he had a home run. Correa calls up, what happens? First two games, home run. Um, and you can go Jordan too. Yeah, we can go Jordan first game. Altuve came, and then um, the only person that played really bad when they called when they got called up was Bregman. Yeah. he was like two for thirty eight. Yeah, yeah. But what happened? He was killing it on the field. Yeah, that's the thing about Bregman is that he's all around. It's just when you're not hitting, it happens. But you just have to work, though. That's the thing. Like Bregman yeah. was was is a horse in terms of working. Yes, exactly. So. You can only hope that Kyle Tucker's doing that, that he's putting the work. Because I've heard mm-hmm. that he's not lazy, but he's just maybe too lax. He's just not, yeah, maybe he's just not taking that extra mile to mm-hmm. be great. You know? I mean, we'll see. I mean, I hope that he's not T-Mac in the sense of all of his talent, but he just can't put it all together consistently, where he's more so of a player of consistency. You know, like if we're going to compare it in basketball terms you don't want him like for our team right you don't want him to be like an eric gordon who's super streaky who's low no, no, three for 20 no. in stretches of threes and then he'll shoot 50 percent for three games you know what we really want to see is him even like batting 300 over a span of 10 games you know that's what we that's what we want in baseball it's the long run it is and the long so run. when yep. it pertains to tucker completely different we just basketball. need him to be consistent not consistently suck just be consistent. <laughs> Ooh, I th- funny man. <laughs> I know. But I mean, I... consistently. You mean uh, stay the course? Yes, exactly. Exactly. Patriot. But I'm, I'm, I'll, I'll, I'll say that I do have faith that he breaks I do out. Too. And I Absolutely. do. I do. Um, Really like the idea of um, Miles Straw taking the Jake Marisnik role. Uh, he's a much faster player. Yeah. He's I don't believe he's as dynamic as a hitter, but we don't need him to be as dynamic. Yeah. yeah I just yeah. don't think Miles Straw will strike out as much as Mersnick. Yeah. Mersnick yeah. struck out he he no. swung the ball at the ball like a sword. Straw will be there for pinch running in the late innings. You just have to um, hope that his fielding his defense is also good too. His his defense uh, is not up to par with Mersnick, but he has the speed to cover the ground that Mersnick yeah, could. Of course. Yeah, and that's, that's all that's all has, that we can yeah. hope for with these with these players. Um, Justin, that that I have to ask you now. Mm-hmm. Um, I want you to predict your. Uh, give me the first Astro that's gonna. Well, I guess you already picked that person, but mm-hmm. pick the first Astro that's gonna hit a dinger this year. Oh, Springer, hundred percent. First at bat. Yes, you know what? I'm going in. Oh, man. Springer leads off the year with a home First run. First at bat, no chaser. I and who's love who's? It, I don't even know straight. who's the who's the opening starter for Seattle. But the last know. time Seattle started, you know, we started the in season against Maid. Seattle in Minute Maid. George Springer hit a home run. It was. So I'm gonna go based on that trend, and he's gonna do it again. My okay, well, you know, and that's a fair assessment. Uh, my first Astro to hit a dinger. Okay, this is this yeah. Can is you just go little... with it? Because no one, everyone knows who you're gonna pick. Well, this is this is where it gets a little this is where it gets a little difficult because I I, I do have two. I I mean my first player obviously. So I pick Carlos Correa in terms of a uh, home run. I just I just hope. <laughs> knowing my knowing my luck, he doesn't. He strikes out like you know he goes like uh, one for four. He gets a base hit, but like he strikes out three three times. So that's that's knowing me. 
Um, so I'm gonna go Carlos Correa as my uh, my first dinger. Um, with that said, uh, Justin, there is a we have a 60 game season moving forward here. Mm-hmm. This is uh, this is tight race here. Every game's mm-hmm. really gonna matter. You don't yep. really have the long run to work with here in the yep. 162 game season. Yep. You lose 102 games. So with that said, um, I want you to go ahead and predict the record. Where do you think the Astros? Will 37 fall? and 23. Wow, that is very exact. Well, it takes. It's gonna take. <laughs> I think it's gonna take 37 wins for. Uh, I want 37 because I want Dusty Baker to get his thousandth um, victory. Or I don't remember what it was, but he needs like uh, an X. Like that, he needs yeah. an X amount of wins. Where, where, where? Okay, so so okay. Where where do you see them? Will the, will that will that be enough to give them the first t- seed? Yes, this is be their fourth straight year they win the AL West. Wow, fourth year straight. Um, they're gonna the Astros are gonna do it. Um, yeah. <laughs> Whether they win it all is a whole other story, but we're, go- we're, we're going. To, we'll we're getting to. We're getting to the playoffs. Like oh, yeah. uh, no doubt in my mind. Okay. Barring injury, I mean, let me let me say that barring injury, because we have two players that get injured on this team: Carlos Correa, George Springer. Isa. Constantly. So all we need them is to stay healthy for sixty to eighty games. Well, that's what I'm saying. No, no, no. But there's a. There's a. I'm saying if the, the, that's what is the mm-hmm. good thing about the lesser amount mm-hmm. of games is that there's. You know, hopefully there's less chance. Well, the for thing injury. is, I, I, the thing is, I don't believe they're going to play all the games either. I believe George and Carlos may play 50. Like yeah, they're going to get no, some sure. rest in for between. Sure. Every 10, yeah, they might yeah. get a rest. But I see Bregman, Altuve playing the full 60, 100. percent um, I see. Oh if, yeah, for sure. You know, if Jordan sure. was was back, he'd play all 60. Yeah. Um, but I just, you know, barring that, I still see. Um, us going 37-23. This team is just too good. We are, excuse me. We're way too talented. I'm going, too talented. I am going to – I'm going to add on to that, and I think our our finishing record is going to be 40-20. and 20. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, you are very – I am, are, I am all you are, in. You are very uh, – I am all in to prove, going all in to prove the haters wrong. There's nothing more than I'd like than to go 40-20 and 20 and, I think and this team this year is going to play – like they want to shut everyone up. Like even though there people are like, oh, they're still cheating. Like oh, on what ground? Yeah, and that's the funny. And that's the funny thing too, because it's going to be empty stadiums. So like, I, I mean, like in terms of that, like if there were even to be trash can banging, you you'd hear it. Exactly. And that's the funny thing too. It's like that's the funny thing too. Like you know, haters are going to continue to hate, and you know they can they can hate all the way all the way to the Astros parade for all I care. I really don't care. That's how like, I feel too. I, I think to. that. Yeah. You know they're just gonna they they can hate all they want. And the thing about this team, there's any team that proved the doubters wrong, it is the Houston Astros. Hundred percent, oh, absolutely. And 100%. they did it, and they've and they've been doing it since forever and today. You know, never really always never really always picked as the favorites. I mean, we'd be the favorites here and there, but it kind of slid off. It always end up go, finding a way to get back to the Yankees or the Red Sox or mm-hmm. the Dodgers. So you know, we're we're trying to put our best foot forward in terms of uh, hopefully we this team can succeed. And with that said, uh. Okay, we predicted our record. Justin, predict your uh, Astros MVP for the season. Astros MVP. Your Astros MVP. Alex Bregman, always and forever. Oh my god. Alex goodness. Bregman. Even though George Springer is my favorite player, Bregman's just the best player. No. <laughs> the uh, best. Player. Well, no, he. Okay, okay, all right. I'll give it to you. Bregman is the best player on the team. He produces the most. But he I know, does. I know where you're going. He does. What do you mean? Mm-hmm. Where am I? Where am I going? I'm not. I'm not throwing a curveball. What are you talking about, dude? Because my man cannot seem to hit a curveball. <laughs> But I'll mm-hmm. go throw it to you anyways. Carlos Correa right here. MVP this year. You know why? Because there's only 60 games. <laughs> and I'm hoping and praying that he's healthy for this span of games. But I'm t- but this is another thing. Like re- uh, For real, though. This is another thing I'm saying. Correa is really getting close to his free agency. Mm-hmm. So 
he needs to bring his stock up. My man's stock is kind of you know, low on the ground. My dude's batting sixth in the lineup. He's mm. not producing. He produces in the playoffs. Big shot Bob, you know, in terms of uh, in, sh- in terms of uh, playoff Production. performing. Yeah, yeah, in terms of playoff performing. But at the end of the day, they also like to see what you can do in the course of a season. Correa yep. needs to bring his stock up. Perfect time to bring your stock up in terms of the games, the amount of games that are going to be played. Mm-hmm. I predict right here that he can average. He's the type of hitter where. He, when he first came in, people compared him to, you know, Derek Jeter. He's supposed to be a mix of A-Rod and mm-hmm. Jeter put together. Mm-hmm. So I can easily see him hitting 315, 320. I can see him I can see him hitting I mean since it's only sixty games, but I can see him hitting a little over twenty home runs for the it's, for the whole it's season. It's possible, but yeah. I mean that's asking for a lot. It is asking that's for a asking lot, but I am lot. I am But I mean I am always sense, gonna support like, my when man. When you're playing at Minute Maid, it's possible with anybody with but that type of with that left. type of power. But I mean, think about this. This is this is just a question that came into my head. We're playing sixty games. Yeah. What are the odds of someone hitting over four hundred this year, though? Ooh, Not just for the Astros, but for everybody. Because yeah. I mean, I can see a guy like a Christian Yelich. Yeah, Mike yeah. Trout, oh yeah. If they just get hot and on fire, they can pl- they can hit over four hundred. That's true. Even uh, Sh- and, even Showtime Shohei Otani, Mister, yeah, uh, he, yeah. he'll get a couple at bats too. No, he's well. I mean, they have a universal DH, so I feel like on. He's, oh, he's, right. he's yeah, going yeah, yeah. to be playing DH no matter what. But, yeah. uh, he, but I think he won't be playing DH the days before he pitches. Yeah, but so you're, you're, you know, you're right, though. Batting, yeah. a, a player can definitely bat 400. I never thought mm-hmm. about that with the limited with the limited amount of games. Yes. You might see some crazy stats, actually. No, we will. We will. Yeah. I guarantee you we're going to see some players hitting in the high 300s. Uh, That'll throw, be flirting with four. Okay, I'll throw another one at you, then. Uh-huh. Uh, let's, let's, let's talk about the other side of the coin, then. Um, do, can you see possibly a pitcher... Um, pitching with an ERA below 1.5. Oh yeah, hundred percent. Maybe one point. Maybe one point two five. But like you're playing in sixty games. Sixty games. So you're so really every see, you play every five. So you're gonna see like what uh, twelve starts. At yeah, most, ten maybe? to twelve starts from. So them. dude, you can dude maybe maybe for the first time you'll you'll there'll be a pitcher batting. Um, I mean not batting blah, that has an ERA below one. Maybe it's possible. possible. It's possible. It's it's actually um, really possible. If, if, like it just depends on who gets really hot. I mean, we'd have like. I can see a guy Verlander, like, like a, a like a Walker Bueller from the Dodgers. His stuff is Justin nasty. Verlander. I love Verlander, but I just don't think it's gonna happen with our team. We play at Minute Maid. <laughs> it's just it's just Fine. asking for that is a lot. <laughs> it is a lot. It is a lot. I mean, yeah. granted, like Roger Clemens pitched one eight seven ERA in two thousand five, but I mean that's when you know that was when offense was. <laughs> yeah, was, what was what, what's the word? It was peak. like poverty offense. All it throughout was a the very league. poverty offense, not just with the Astros, but throughout funny, the league. Though? Don't you find <clears> that funny though? In the early two thousands, <throat> not even just baseball, but I think about it too. NBA, yeah, everything was everything kind of like offensively like, like, was stagnant. Yeah, it's right? weird. Like Kobe every, and T Mac uh, were the best players. Yes, T Mac. You know, uh, your your all stars were like what? Kerry Kittles. Yeah, you, you know, had, you I mean, I'm not, I'm not, like, I'm not, I'm not hating on Kerry Kittles or Pat Garrity, yeah. my homies. I mean, when, when Baron Davis is leading your team, like that's great and all, yeah. but it just shows the talent that was like there was not as much talent then as there is now. It is a threadbare. It was a th- very yeah. threadbare. Uh, offense. I'm gonna tell you, like Demar Derozan would be an MVP in the early 2000s. 100%. Oh, yeah. Rudy Gay could have been an MVP yeah. in the early 2000s. Well, he as well. did play kind of in the early 2000s, but he kind of uh, came around when they were others. Oh, yeah. That's it was just, six. I'm just saying yeah. in the sense of yeah, DeMar DeRozan is a throwback yeah, style yeah, player. Yeah, that's true. Because he's like heavy ISO, not like James Harden ISO, but he's like mid range ISO. Yeah, no, <laughs> All right. So nice, nice. MVP. And uh, one last question before we uh, sign off here. Uh, are the Astros, do you see the Astros becoming 2020 World Series champions? Yes. 
But I say this every year. <laughs> people 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 will change. make fun of me all the time, but I have that much faith in my team. Um this is the greatest team of any like okay. If I'm going to tell you the greatness of the Houston Astros that we've seen in the past 5 years. This is the greatest Houston team ever. Like oh, not that's... just I'm not saying in the sense of Especially last year. the Astros. I mean like any team in Houston history. Like this is better than the 94-95 Rockets. Like the Houston Astros what they did in 2019 is better than the 1927 Yankees offensively. They were that was the greatest offensive team of all time. That was Murderer's Row, yeah. Yes, the 27 Astros were the I mean sorry, the 2017 Astros like number 3 or number 4. Yeah. Like the the top 5 offenses ever in baseball were the 1920s Yankees and the 2017 and the 2019 Houston Astros. Yep. And you pair that with some of the greatest pitchers to ever walk, like you know, Verlander, Dallas Keuchel, McCullers, Charlie Morton in Garrett 2017 Cole. and yeah. then 2019 we had a Garrett Cole yeah, yeah. you know and who probably had one of the greatest pitching seasons in the last 10 years well that's what bought him that that big exactly contract, so. and I mean when you put all that talent together it's very hard to fail um and it's just it's amazing to me to see the success that this team has had because with the expectations that they have brought upon themselves they've succeeded it and surpassed them oh absolutely absolutely yes. and yes. it's and and i don't think and and these are all go, you know shout outs to all my basketball fans but mm-hmm. it is unbelievably difficult to succeed in the major in the majors like to yes. win championships or at least be in the title contention yes. consistently because parity is very okay the thing about baseball is that it's their parity is just similar to the nfl even though their nfl has like okay like the brady's and the, the mannings before those teams were always in and around the super bowl you know but there was always other teams that were in the hunt yeah, I always found it. I always found football to kind of be the easiest. Yeah, the thing about one the, game playoff. But the thing about baseball is that it's a game of luck. You can oh, have absolutely. a team who sucked for four years and then be the best team and actually win the title. Washington, and it just happens <laughs> exactly. Yeah, it it's, just it's happens. A, it's a stroke yeah. of luck. A it lot of things have of to go right for you. And the thing about the Astros is that in 2019, that's so 95% of the things went right for them. The last 5% unfortunately happened in the last series. Yeah, and, and it all happened at home. Like, that's and, the thing. Like, yeah, when does that it, ever it, it, That doesn't happen. That was the first series to ever, ever happen. happen. Yeah. And you know what? At the end of the day, it is what it is. But yeah, yeah. for me, I'm appreciating what we get to watch because this will not last forever. Oh, yeah. And, and you can even argue that. There might be a chance that you know once next this era year, is done, it might be done. Yeah, yeah, because I mean, there's no guarantee that Springer comes back next year, and then after that, there's no guarantee that Correa comes back. Absolutely, you know, and yeah. then Verlander might regress, Granky might regress. Yeah. So at this point, no, in the, time, that's talking, that's talking, you know, bottom barrel. Yes, um, know, worst case scenario here. But for me, it's just more so appreciating the greatness that we've had, um, and understanding what and um, sorry, understanding what we've had. Yeah, and of course. just being grateful for the team that we have because at the end of the day this is the type of success that I will, I will tell you that 95% of sports fans would love for their team just the fact that they can contend but the fact that our team contends year in year out all yeah. the time Absolutely. we're in and around the playoffs we're in and around the world series all yeah it's it's amazing to me Absolutely so mm-hmm. so and you're right with that said like you this is me and this is me and Justin reaching out to all the Astros fans out there. Don't be ashamed. Don't be ashamed of your team. Mm-hmm. Really, at the end of the really at the end of the day, wear that you, badge with pride. Yeah, wear that wear that badge with pride at the end of the day. Because the, unfortunately, yeah, we were outed. 
Mm-hmm. Guarantee y'all right now we're not the only team that's done it. So don't even worry. So don't even worry about that. 100%. But be proud of but but also be proud of what this team is. Be proud of how great this team is and how how much they've succeeded over the last three years. Let me give you let me give you all you know an example. Twenty seventeen we were World Series champions. 2018, 2018 we were hampered by injuries by our our one of our future Hall of Famers Jose Altuve and Carlos Correa, and we were beat by the Boston Red Sox in twenty eighteen in five games in um in uh, the ALC. Yes, and then in 2019 we get to the World Series and we lose in Game Seven of the World Series. So there are teams, there are 29 other teams in the league that would kill for that type of momentum and continuous success yep. that this team has. Unfortunately, they're not the Warriors. Unfortunately, it's not built that way. Where there's only five, all you need is five really good starters to mm-hmm. succeed. Yep. Baseball is you have your nine hitters, then you have your pitchers, then you have your bullpen, then you have your managers making the decisions. So there's yep. so much going on. Yeah, in there's baseball. so many outside factors. So that many go outside into factors. Success. So, so Astros fans, be be proud of your team. And for all the haters out there, well, you're gonna see what this team is made of this season, like you've seen it in the past few seasons. The cheating scandal only took place in 2017, so y'all can eat it throughout. We were the best offense in 2019, so it. It doesn't mean anything to me, honestly. Astros fans, just be proud of your team and what they've accomplished. This team is going to continually be successful, and uh, and I agree with you, and I'm with you on this uh, today. Usually we disagree, but I'm with you on this. I believe that the Astros will be World Series champions in 2020. Mm-hmm. Two titles, and if this is the last year of Houston Astros success, and this is the last year that we get to experience it, well, I'm happy that I get to experience it with you, and I, I'm happy that I get to experience it in this lifetime. Yep. So I'm very, very proud of that. that. Yeah, the one the one thing I was worried about um, as a sports fan all my life was I was worried I would be one of those fans that never saw any of my teams win a championship. And there's plenty of people that have gone yeah. through that in their and, lifetimes. I mean, I wasn't old enough to really understand the Rockets championships, but the fact that we got to see us win a World Series in 2017, make the World Series in 2019, that's something that I will appreciate because there's no guarantees it's happen again. Why do you think the 2018 Rocket season was probably something I promise I will never get over in my life? It was, it, yeah. That was, that was single-handedly the greatest oh, Houston yeah. Rockets team ever. Um, but that one injury changed the course of everything. We had the chance, but it is what it is. But yeah. at the same time, that's luck. That is what luck is, and the thing is that our luck always runs out. Yeah, um, in that and that's sense. just unfortunate. And that's the, and that's unfortunate. Yeah. And that and that's what we'll because we'll, we have a lot to say about the uh, 2018 Rockets. But like I said, we'll save that for a future retrospective episode. But um, yeah, with that, with that, I think we're good. I think we're covered here for the episode. Yeah, Justin. I think we did pretty decently. We did, man, Justin. Yeah. Thank you so much for joining me once again on this on uh. On the uh, one for the one time only, well, at least for now, the uh, the juice box state of mind. <laughs> yeah, I like that you name. Like that? We'll go, you didn't we'll even go know with the juice. Coming. We'll go with the juice box. You I'll know? Go with, yeah, dude, running yeah. juice box till the uh, till till the end. Uh, I'm always gonna be an Astro fan, and uh, yep. you too, right? Me always too. Gonna be Astros always. Fan. Well, I've been happily. an Astros fan since uh, Craig Biggio, Jeff Bagwell, Moises Lou. That's right, Derek Jose Bell. Jose Lima. Yep, Derek the original, Bell. The original Killer Bees. <laughs> you already know, man. Sean Barry. All those dudes, man. Like, yeah, yeah that well, was definitely, uh, we, we, my squad. We bleed orange uh, throughout for this uh, orange and navy blue for this team. So yep. with that said, yeah, thank you uh, once again, everyone, for joining us on, an, on a bonus podcast episode. Uh... Like I said, Astros are going to open the season on Friday. Be on the lookout for that Friday, 8 p.m. Watch it on, on AT&T Sports Houston. You're going to get to see uh, 
Todd Callis. Was it Todd Callis? Todd Callis. Todd Callis. Yes, Blummers and Julia Morales are awesome, awesome uh, folks on the booth. Uh, big shout outs to them and big shout outs to all of you for uh, listening that's continually supporting us we appreciate that go ahead and follow us on Instagram at Summit State of Mind underscore pod and uh, be on the lookout for uh, future episodes and we are pumping out content we're pumping out episodes as well uh, go ahead and listen to all of our past episodes uh, and enjoy that we've had plenty of episodes already in the tank here and they're all out they're all live and I'll be also on the lookout for future episodes because we're going to be previewing the rocket season it's literally next week we're going to be previewing it and we're going to be getting ready for a uh, amazing next three months in sports right big brother oh yeah you're ready now man three uh these next three months is going to be elation and a lot of uh exhaustion (laughs) (laughs) and a lot of stress but you know what i i i gladly welcome it with the year that with the year and the age that we're living in right now uh with that said everybody uh Please follow us on Instagram once again, and uh, please. Sh- and, oh, and shouts to all of our sponsors. Uh, thank you so much to Day Off, to Bean Here Coffee, and to the Argyle League for just their continual support of us. Uh, we're H Town, we're H Town proud, uh, loud and proud over here. So all brands are H Town, and we appreciate y'all's support. And we also appreciate the fan support. And uh, with this pandemic, please don't forget when you leave and you go visit other places to wear your mask, and most importantly, don't forget to wash your hands and uh, take care of yourselves. And most, most, most. Most importantly, with everything happening, please take care of each other, Beards and Brodies, or, or I guess for this episode, Springer Dingers and Breggy Bombers. Take care, everybody. The Summit 4.